See, ga see games like <sighs> games like this are why I can't trust my Steam numbers. Right, that's fair. Yeah. I'll share this from I'll share this from here. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm hosting us. Yours. Mitch, you're doing, you're, doing, you're doing the intro. If you're hosting, you've got to take a whole job. You can't just half-ass it. What was that you said? You've got you've got to do the intro as well. If you're if you're being host for today, and you've got to take the whole you've got to take the whole role. I'll, I'll, I'll take the whole role. I mean, I was you the first just... one. I was the first one to talk, so it did work. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pixel Pines. Yes, McWomble lost his power today because he gets to participate, which will be fun because he usually never gets to participate in stuff. So that's he, strategic. He should be happy. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> he, sh he should be. If happy you don't about participate, that. you can never lose. <laughs> that's true. So welcome to Pixel Pines. We are a bunch of guys that like to get together to talk about two great things that we enjoy. That is great beer and video games. If you want to check out our stuff, we are on Twitter at pixel underscore pints and we are on Instagram at pixel pints pod or you can check us out on YouTube pixel pints we have archived all our stuff last week we did a debate on who should be fired Jim Ryan or oh Phil Spencer. Ryan Gosling. Phil Spencer thank you Ryan Gosling that would be great. <laughs> uh, and Phil Spencer that was fun um, but uh, you can also check us out on twitch twitch.tv slash pixel pints that's probably what you're doing right now if you're watching us. If you're watching us live, awesome. Welcome. And I'm joined by marvelous people. I have one from across the pond, McWomble. How are I'm you? Debating, How I'm are debating you, McWomble? Which... What is Dan? Chopped liver? It's the first time Yeah, yeah I was thinking that. I was like, one person <laughs> across the pond, I'm just floating in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you could be. You could, you could, yeah, you, Mitch, could have you been describing you next as ethereal? I don't know. <laughs> You never gave him a chance. D don't worry, Dan. Dan, I got you an intro. Don't worry. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. I, I can't believe you lot. You, you, whoever the host is, you just give that person such a hard time. At least you know it's, it's not personal. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. I, I'm, I'm doing very well. Um, I'm, I'm on to my second beer, which I'll introduce momentarily. I'm, I'm looking forward to the um, British and Irish Lions squad getting announced next week. Yes, that's going to be awesome. See how many Scotland players can actually get in the side. How do you like your Titans draft? <sighs> we'll find out in three years. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And last thing, McWomble, what, what the heck, man? You've hosted so many times. You didn't tell us what the weather is. It's... <laughs> um, I, I'm, shit, I can't look up what the, le what, what the weather is in Las Vegas because I've got this, this stream on my phone and I've got you guys on here. All right, that's enough. Well, we'll go to Mr. Las Vegas with our weather report. No. Uh, it is currently 26 centigrade. So. And, and how are you today? <laughs> oh, not too bad. Um, was up uh, last night playing some Dragon Quest Eleven. Maybe I'll eventually finish that game. Um, I don't know, two years from now. What we really need to do is play more Second Extinction. Yeah. If I had been on the ball, I would have tried to request everyone try and play the RE8 demo because it's now on everything as of last night. Well, and we we'll could have go. briefly we'll, talked we'll, about that. We'll, we'll get we'll get to that. I didn't play it yet we'll because it. okay. I got too it's okay. sleepy. It's okay. We'll get to it. A lot of the, the lot of, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to it. But anyways, Mike's Q, since you dropped you dropped on in, what how are you doing? Uh overall pretty well. Um getting over a sinus infection. Um those are awesome. Makes trying to record things great. Uh, gives you a new tone yeah you can hear my new tone in the latest episode of game pass or fail on some other site um <clears throat> the um, learning how to compost and it's pretty cool takes a lot well, like isn't 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 composting actually just pretty easy because people take it very seriously but you're putting food waste <clears throat> and soil together with worms and it makes better soil yeah it makes it, it makes actually actually good it, soil. like it depends if you do cold composting or hot composting oh don't fucking and start hot, i'm sorry and hot, hot composting a bit more <laughs> the um, but, takes a bit but, more effort. 
Well, the uh, the main reason I'm learning to do it anyway is because uh, <laughs> disposing of dead bodies. No, that the house that I moved into is the first time I have lived in a house that didn't have um, either a small patch of woods or a farmer's field nearby to be able to d- just toss out like yard clippings and other stuff like that. So I actually either have to pack the brown bags or I have to compost uh, different stuff on my property. So I'm learning so how for to- For anyone un- un- under the age of say 24, this, this is um, problems that you may experience when you're 40, when you can actually afford to buy a house. Um, I, we just lost one viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Composting apparently we, we is not from, very uh, uh, interesting we went, to this. We person. went from five to four. <laughs> but, <laughs> but also I, as far as gaming, as far as gaming goes, it's awesome. I'm free. I finished all the seasonal stuff for Destiny. I got all the catalysts I want. I finished Conquerors. Like so, like at least for like three weeks, I'm free. I don't have to play Destiny anymore. And I can Bungie, Bungie, you've got the hooks, and you're good. Yeah, they do. Um, but and so my intention with that is to try and play through RE7 in preparation for RE8 because Resident Evil Four is the game that i have played on the most different platforms mm. i first pirated as biohazard 4 for pc and the only controls were dual hand keyboard that was Weird. a trip beat it uh beat it on gamecube we um and on pc again so i uh, so i've played through that on four different platforms and i really enjoy that game so and eight seems to have a lot of those vibes so and uh one who is selling out public school for private school it's dan hello <laughs> i told you i had a special room. intro for you <laughs> thanks no worries yeah I'm also good. the weather is 24 c <laughs> i haven't uh i haven't been playing much lately i haven't had a chance I've been very busy with work um I, I jumped on a bit of second extinction seems all right um i think we're more fun with people oh yeah no it's not by fun by yourself yeah uh, it wasn't and I, played I together re- and it was I, a lot of fun i didn't really enjoy it and i was like mm, i need to play with other people before i really give it a real judgment um, is, it, is that is second extinction the uh objective based anti-dinosaur game mm-hmm. where you're like zooming across like kilometers uh, like to get into tunnels take care of things blah 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 blah, blah. yep okay and then um i was i've been on the fence about return on because i'm not paying uh, 70 quid for a game this is ridiculous i mention it weekly but it is outrageous i will you, never be and that's why jim ryan should have been again. fired do you have a ps5 yeah it's uh, well, let's see if i can show it there okay. it is behind me it's oh, next there... to the black thing which is the Sorry. xbox <laughs> so the xbox like... gets turned on a lot more Nice. Because your literally... background is white, it's hard to see it actually. Yeah. Yeah. I... And, uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Sorry. The um, I basically play uh, play my Xbox way more than my PlayStation Seven, Five. Seventy does does feel steep, but so far of the game I've seen, it looks actually really good. And... Um, I would. I kind of get the seventy dollars, but seventy dollars, seventy quid isn't the same same market. Well, the US yeah. price has never gone up. The UK price yeah. should have stayed at fifty quid. Yeah. And they can up the US price. So I don't. Yes. Yeah. Care. So, yeah. So, seven... but... Yeah, 70 quid, that's, that's like for us like 90, 90 bucks. 90, something. $92 yeah. is yeah, the conversion rates. They oh. always bring it to parity and it drives around the bend. So um, Apple started it in the in the early 2000s. They're to blame for this parity. Do you, do you know yeah, what I think is to blame for all of this? Cold composting. Mitch, for the love of God, let's move on. <laughs> I will, don't worry. I was going to just quick say it to, to Dan is... How are you, Mitch? Uh, hold, hold oh, yeah. on, hold on, hold on. We'll get to me, but I appreciate it. But I appreciate it. Uh, Dan, because I asked Mick Womble, we're, we're American football fans. How do you like your draft? Um, happy with the first pick. Love the fact we jumped over the uh, Giants. Always fun to screw the Giants over, <laughs> especially after especially after the dodge. Well, I was a bit upset with what we did at the last game of the season. That was pretty dodgy, but screwing them in the draft is good. Uh, I can't believe the Cowboys, tra- Cowboys traded with us, though. Fair play. Uh, but yeah, it was good so far. We'll see what happens though. But I'm kind of with Keith. We don't really know anything for one or two years, really. Well, I, I heard something. Apologies for anyone not into sports, even though we're only talking about one specific sport, not all sports in the world. I've never understood that as a as a colloquialism in America. Is it? Do you not like sports? Well, there are some that I like. There are some that I don't. I, I haven't seen all the sports ever. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I guess now that you mention it, that is. But I guess, I guess the I'm, assumption is I that quite like the body, but I wouldn't, but here, I wouldn't Mick, say that it's the, one of the my only, I, I the the only sport is, that exists is American football. Come no, on. no, I think or no, I, I tel- think, televised sports. No, I, so your your American football, your basketball, your occasional soccer. But that doesn't. Uh, that your doesn't, hockey. No, that that's not. Really yes. No, it's it's because when they, in the UK you've got F one darts, snooker, cricket. NFL, basketball, baseball—they're all televised. No, I get okay. it. I, get, that's not I would it watch that's more not darts. Cause they, cause, I would watch more darts. I cause, swear, because they televise bowling and tennis, and I watch. It's—it's it's more like it's just the assumption Americans like more than one sport. So it's like, do you like sports yeah. general? What sports do you like? Is kind of like. It's like there's sports so, so people what, and there's non-sports people. That's kind of yeah. what, I, what I'm going to do. Is next time someone asks me that question, I'm going to end up in a conversation about kabaddi. Okay. That, that and, sounds like and a see and see how they respond. I'm, I'm doing. So, I'm I fucking doing, love kabaddi. <laughs> I'm doing very well, McWomble. Thank you for asking. Uh, I I do love my Bears draft. It was very very exciting and was surprised that we could trade up and go get a franchise quarterback that was ranked number two by a lot of people. Crazy, but the the there's a. I don't know if you and Dan and Evan listen to Pro Football Talk no, um, okay, with Mike Florio. Um, but he said yeah. he, he was talking to um, another NFL writer uh, who was basically saying everything about the NFL is um, against all of the anti-compete laws. And the only reason they get away with it is they have a contract with the NFLPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Where the players, where the union signs up to it. If that didn't exist, yeah. all of the stuff is anti-compete. Yeah, for sure. You can't do that. So, yeah. But anyways... Um... Doing good. I'm waiting. I'm excited for Resident Evil 8. Gonna play that. I already pre-ordered it, so we'll see how it goes. But to me, for games, foolish platform. Uh, um, excuse me, McWomble. If you look at it, Resident Evil 8 is sixty dollars. It is not seventy. Still, I'm, I've, I've been trained by the video games industry to never pay full price for anything. I'm okay. No matter what I'm, a certain I'm creative always, director might think. I'm always okay paying full price for video games if I feel I don't. If I feel like I want to play it, I want to play it. So what? I'm okay paying probably full price, probably about five times a year. But you know what's just as fair? So I'm gonna play full price for um, Emmy. uh, The uh, what's it called? Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yep. Well, you're not technically paying full price. Well, that's true. But Keith, you're paying for it. But you know what's more exciting about the Mass Effect Edition? It is beer. So, anybody got beers today? I've got beer. Um, I've I've brought something onto the show before, which is called Toast, which is a brewery who uses bread to um, rather than yeast to prevent food waste because millions of tons of bread goes to waste every year. Another brewery has started doing it called Crumbs. And oh, I'm drinking their cool. Blooming oh. Amber Lager. Um, I've had this once before, but not on the show. And it's very it's a very dark amber. That's not too dark um, though. Like it's it's still it's, it's still see throughable. Um, it's not overly uh-huh. carbonated, but it's definitely a, a lagered beer. So it's not something that's had carbon dioxide or nitrogen dioxide blown into it. This is natural carbonation. Oh, and it's it's actually really nice. It's quite malty for a lager. It's it's almost as if a lager and a brown ale had the most gorgeous love child that you could possibly imagine. Nice. Nice. So that's what I'm having. Anybody else got beer? Yep. I am having a Double Galaxy Imperial Pale Ale. Um, I'm going slow. If a galaxy is super big, how do you have a Double Galaxy? Same same way you have Double Rainbow all the time. (laughs) Um. I couldn't see the APV on that one quite um, clearly. 8.3. 8.3. Right? 8.3. Yeah. That's why you're going slow. Makes sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> as, the... I think everyone will quantify it as a good session beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pixel point session. It's a great yeah. session. Exactly. So this, the, uh, is, this is four. This is four point eight. So yeah, you also have a bigger bottle. This um, I like the. Ha- it's hazy but not chunky. So it's like unfiltered, but it doesn't have like the noticeable. Uh, niblets going around which i don't mind yeah. but just for just for reference to be honest 
this hate this hazy pale ale um i actually prefer it because the whoever the people who go out of their way to make a hazy pale ale um i feel are actually taking more care than a lot of the people who are just vomiting double ipas across the market because i feel that like it's it, to be honest it is almost feels like the laziest craft brew it's like all right let's take a beer it's loaded with a shitload of hops everyone loves hops 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 hops, hops. <laughs> and then and then they market it um it's the cookie monster but, of hops indeed <laughs> um but this but it's very smooth very um and just has like just a slightly bitter uh, bite about the middle and the end, and so it's not it's not overwhelm overwhelming you with florals and the hops on the way. And I very much enjoy it. This uh, Desperate Times is one of those. It's one just uh, about uh, twelve miles away from me, and um, they just keep showing up at my local beer shop. And I'm like, I'll try all the new ones because you guys have uh, earned. You've earned my nickel because pretty much everything you've made has been good, interesting, and not just bad. So, Double Galaxy. Nice. Cool. Anyone else have a beer today? Not this early. Nope. Um, I don't have one. Yeah, I had I about, had about half a beer last night and fell asleep watching TV, so. So, that, that's, that's okay. All right. <laughs> well, we'll move to the special today. So, we we did a show last month uh, with, with with Womble uh, hosting it, which was a way to like cover the news, but like do it all within a month and like play with it and have more fun with it. So I thought it'd be even a better idea to try. So we're gonna try it and we'll see if it works out. It is called Around the Controller, gentlemen. You all are contestants on this show. You all are competing against each other on this show. I'm the judge, jury, executioner on this show. And it's the only reason is because I have like, JG to be able J-J-E. <laughs> the only reason for this is because I have to have buttons to be able to uh, show your guys' scores in real time. And so the only way to do it on OBS is for me to do it. So or else I would give McWomble the power. So um, so you will actually see on the stream uh, buttons of counters will appear below your little uh Oh, what? Oh, wrong one. Maybe. Wait, am I in the right one? You're in the top left one. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to see for some reason it's not. Oh, there we go. Oh, I just learned something new in OBS. Cool. All right. Uh, I learned how to transition new objects in and out. I, I had them disappeared, and I thought if I make them appear, they just automatically appear. But no, I have to transition them in. So fancy. Okay, cool. So anyway, you have counters below you. We are going to go around the news on the topics of the of, of the month. And this is basically like you trying to convince me to give you points uh, in regards to based off your argument. So uh, of what my questions are about the topics of the week, uh, the month. So using examples, using um Using like, what's Sorry, using examples. Um, you can compare things to things that happened before. If you think it justifies your argument, you get one minute and thirty seconds for each question I give you individually. Now, all of you might not get the same question. I may only touch one topic, and it will be two people will only be able to talk about it. But your points will add up, and as your points add up, whoever wins at the end gets a free two minutes to say whatever they want. Okay. Now, in the future, we, we might introduce new fun elements like, you know, if we get more people or like this many in the future, um, I might cut it off at certain rounds where people will be muted and because they don't have enough points to meet the threshold of the next round. But here, like we can do some fun stuff with this and graphics and music and all that kind of stuff. So, but any questions for me? Do straw men mm-hmm. arguments count for or against? <laughs> test it out see it work i'm All not right. i'm not saying verbatim if your argument counts or not and it's not my personal opinion if i agree with you or not like i will be as subjective as possible with your with your examples okay. that you, you mean, may use you mean objective no he meant no, what no. he said 
Oh yeah, he meant what he said. Yeah, you, you will yeah. be. A, you will be as subjective as possible. Sorry, objective. Thank you. Yes, yeah, <laughs> not subjective. My bad. All right, and and Keith, just for you, I chose the first one for you, and I know you're gonna love this because it is your it's your thing, it's your wheelhouse, it's your non non grata or whatever you would say persona non grata yeah um is it is it is it a question about being a miserable uh, uh, objectionable bastard it's got to be a mass effects question come on man yeah no it's not (laughs) so what happened this week was activision ceo and blizzard bobby uh contact he's taking a 50 percent pay cut until 2023 um why did he do this? Uh, aren't they just a bunch of greedy bastards? Yes, they are. Especially Bobby Kotick. It was, let me know when the timer starts. And Sorry, I'll, hold I'll, on. I'll I, forgot to, I forgot Yeah, usually when I say the question to you, it should start, but I accidentally didn't get ready for it. So I have a timer on my end, and it will beep, and you will hear the beep when it goes off. In the future, I might have a counter down there that you'll be able to see so that you know how much time you have left, but you can keep track yourself too. But you have a minute and 30 seconds, so go ahead. I don't believe for any other reason of than other than self-interest that this decision was made. Bobby Kotick hasn't taken a 50% pay cut on his base salary um, uh, for out of the goodness of his heart after his ability to lay off um, a few hundred people on a semi-regular basis whilst earning massive bonuses and the company making record profits. Matt, record profits. It's not like they're, they're a struggling company record profits year on year 100 million in the last two quarters from call of duty warzone microtransactions alone um what this has been based on is um the objection from a shareholder group who have been lobbying activision for more details about his remuneration and i think uh this is what has led um lord bobby um of the is, I can't remember which circle of hell greed was, um, <laughs> but he's 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 definitely there, and um, that's what's led him and the board of di- other board of directors to agree a cutting of his base salary. I'm sure most of this will end up getting stacked into bonuses of other kinds. So he's he's, he's going to be fine. No one fourth, worried fourth about circle the man. Of hell. Fourth circle of hell, great. Thank you very much. Where, there's the, where they've got purses around their necks full of gold, so they're, they're hunched over um, because they're... Time's up. <laughs> nice. That was a good way to start it. See, this is the kind of style, guys. Follow McWomble's I'm, lead. He did a great job I'm so job glad you didn't ask me that question because I, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of those deets. Uh, yeah, I didn't have all those well, details. Including more Activision news, Toys for Bob is now moving away from making crash games into assisting Call of Duty Warzone, along with laying off a bunch of employees in the process. So, Mick, uh, I, uh, not Mick, well, I'm sorry, Matt. You two are the same person. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, Matt. Matt Womble. Matt Womble. One's, uh, one's got a beard and one doesn't. <laughs> I did until about two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one as of this morning, but I shaved it all off. Anyway, so anyways, I have one for all of you. Well, he makes up for all of us. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, should they stop making yearly Call of Duties and focus only on Warzone? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been saying that for years now, that they need to just have an uh, online multiplayer version of the game um, and just focus on that because it's the same fucking game every year anyway. Um, they might change up the modes. They might, you know, change up the weapons or you know things that you can do uh, in multiplayer or whatever. But effectively, it's the same game, and I think they finally realized that, and that's what they're doing. Um, once they merge it with the, you know, standard deathmatch and um, kill confirmed and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they bring that into Warzone. Domination. Um, It'll be complete, and whether or not they actually make single-player campaigns moving forward, I don't know. Uh, but I do think that they should offer those uh, as well as a separate project. That's all? That's pretty much all uh, I got. Did anyone else fall asleep during Matt's answer, or is it just me? Can I have his spare time? <laughs> no, you can't have his spare time. We'll <laughs> we'll use the spare time to go to Mike's queue. What, same question. What, what, what do you think? Oh, for Call of Duty. Well... <clears throat> 
Um, to be honest, I personally have been over the Battle Royale since about the first year. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I understand why people like doing it because it's like, oh man, it's it's not just me versus like a group versus another group. It's like, if I get victorious, that means I am the best. I'm the goat of that 20 minute or 30 minute uh, session or whatever. But um, yeah, Call of Duty has shown that they are perfectly capable of making up that ground for not having that initial bump of 60 to $70 or 60 to 70 quid um, for the initial purchase of the game and still can just rack in that money. I uh, agree with Burkhoff that if they moved away from an annualized release, they would have to find a way to roll in the classic modes that people love playing, like your normal deathmatch, your domination, your kill confirmed, to be able to have a way to play that free-to-play in that free-to-play game. Because, to be honest, that I don't play Warzone. I would consider occasionally, I haven't in almost 10 years, but I would consider getting one because I like playing those other modes. I really don't care for the Battle Royale. And if it's only Battle Royale, that to me, that's like, I'm never touching Call of Duty again. I have nothing against those people who play it. But um, it would be really interesting to see if there was a way to balance whether or not, you know, the normal progression of your prestiging and unlocking weapons and unlocking stuff like that could be translated into a free-to-play. Okay. Uh, Mitch, may I, may, Mitch, may I ask a question quickly? Yeah. How, these two these two numpties... Um, how big do they think this game's going to be? Because the, the, what they're talking about is pro- with Activision game sizes, we probably take up the entire PS5 hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a it's a good point. I'll give you one Sorry, point for it, Mitch. Uh, I know I know this won't count for my I know this won't count for my points, but I just realized that Ber- both Burkov and I ignored the initial thrust of the actual question. How do you feel about Toys for Bob being taken off? crash well to, neither too bad, of us too bad it's gonna go to dan dan what, what no 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 no. it's fine i'm just i just realized wait a second because i fed off burkhoff i realized oh i didn't say anything about toys for bob yeah the, the, dan the, they didn't say anything about toys for bob is, is toys for bob just uh those crash was that crash game just so bad it's like not worth keeping toys for bob to try something new you shouldn't have asked me this question because I don't really give a rat's ass. You just have to convince me to give you points. <laughs> well, no, I know, but I was hoping you'd change topics because the first time I was like, oh, I'm just already checked out. But no, um, I will make up some bullshit and hopefully you give me a just my creativity. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I do think it's a shame when you take away, and this happened in a few places, you're taking away developers that are making reasonably good games and moving them on to battle royale games to support the money maker but this feeds back into keith's point where they're just greedy rich bastards and they don't really care about their other ip as long as they're getting their uh, monthly uh, battle pass checks in the mail um which is a shame for a developing team that did have made such a i thought the crash game i haven't played it but looked quite good uh, it seemed to review reasonably well so it's a shame that they have those employees having to move on and support a Battle Royale franchise where, which actually in the last year, I think me and Keith discussed this, hasn't really changed at all, apart from they put some random ass fucking zombies on the map. And then we're like, oh yeah, they're going to move around. And now we've nuked the map. But even then it wasn't like the crazy change that Fortnite had done in the past. And even actually Apex Legends have done. Like I feel like in the time I've been playing Apex Legends, the game mode has changed in a month compared to... Warzone that I played for almost a year with Keith, and apart from uh, like Respawn Island, it didn't really the game didn't really change in any aspect at all. So what are they doing with that money? Just putting it in the bank and getting rich. So he's like, yeah, I'll take the pay cut because I'll get the big bonus at Christmas anyway that will top me over the path of the pay cut I've just taken. So it doesn't matter. So yeah, it's just all greedy bastards trying to get richer really and screwing over the developers that want to make decent games for everyone else. All right, all right. Oh yeah, I should say you guys are doing a good job. When when the time is up, like just try to sum it all oh, sorry. up. That's, no, no, you're good. You were doing it, and Mike's Q did it too. I'm okay giving you a little bit more time. Sorry, McLumble, I cut you off on that lap in the first one, but 
I'm okay if you guys wrap it up in a bow with trying to finish your point. So it's called pulling a Don Casanova. (laughs) (laughs) But Activision news isn't over yet, Keith. We have tons of Activision news that came out this month. (laughs) Can't you believe it? And one, I'm ready. Of, one of the industry icons, Jeff Kaplan, his knife. left Blizzard and is now focused. And after he focused on big properties like World of Warcraft and Overwatch, and he was working on Overwatch 2. Now Overwatch 2 as a new director. Have too many people left Blizzard? Is there a chance they've lost the magic? I'm so sorry for, for Corey, who you can follow uh, on Twitter at my thick griffin um uh cory has been in a state of mourning over jeff kaplan leaving blazard for uh, for at least a week since the news came out um if anyone wants to check on cory please send him a message uh, i wish he on came on the show media. today it would have been perfect for him it would have been perfect because he would have just been there sad sat in the corner he wouldn't have even been able to answer this question he would have just been there crying so um go go send cory some support Good feels, my thick Griffin, M Y T H I C G R I F F O N, on social media. Um, is Blizzard hasn't been Blizzard for a, a long time since since they became Activision Blizzard, yeah. um, basically. Um, I what what level of directorial oversight do you have on the games that he was working on that can't be done by someone else who's come come up from within i've i don't know and i frankly he's been he's, who cares i i, I seriously do when i read this story it's like yeah all right some guy moves on big deal um people are losing their minds over this because he was part of the original blizzard founding setup which i don't even think is correct but again like i said i don't entirely care um, Blizzard make a whole host of games that I don't want to play. Um, I, I'm not fussed about Diablo. Uh, <laughs> I, I, as much as that's had its influence on the wider gaming culture, I don't care. Um, Blizzard are quite happy to count how to um, a totalitarian state when it suits them. Um, yeah, not fussed. Okay. Uh, Matt? As a PC gamer yourself, is this is this crazy? Is, is is Blizzard going off the hinges? Is Activision being the next EA and potentially going to kill Blizzard? No, um, I think that uh, the the fact that BlizzCon still exists and uh, you've got all of these rabid fans, um, as long as they keep pushing uh, expansions to Warcraft and um, are able to come out with a new Diablo or do something uh, like that. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think that uh, they've got enough there that they can continue going on. Um, I don't know. I don't really care either. I don't play any of those games. Like, <laughs> it's not interesting to me. Um, but it may yeah. be not interesting you, but isn't there a ton of fans out there? Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing that fucking kills me. Like, of course the guy left, like, what are they doing? They're re-releasing world of Warcraft expansion by expansion. You're, you're doing the same fucking thing over again. Like, and that's what people are interested in. They don't really give a shit about all the new stuff. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. They're, they're going to exist in name, I guess. And maybe they'll come out with, um, something interesting, like a, another overwatch or whatever, but, um, yeah, it's just I haven't played Blizzard games uh, with the exception of Diablo 3 to however many, six, seven years ago. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike do, you, Mike, do you got something in this corner here? I do got something in this corner. <laughs> because I grew up, I grew up with so many people touting the glory of Blizzard. Diablo 2, even Diablo 1, Warcraft 3. World of Warcraft, and I was, and I got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to jump on this hype train. I purchased, pre-purchased, Diablo three. It was the last time, and the first time I ever purchased a Blizzard product. I was so disappointed 
in what that in a big I hear Diablo 3 is pretty great now. But I'm really pissed that they used several years of Diablo 3 as a beta for their console Diablo release. I'm pretty I'm pretty salty about that. Um I did buy Overwatch, but when it was steeply discounted and I played it and I enjoyed it. It's not like this is great. It runs on so many different levels of uh PCs, but to be honest, I missed the progression. I'm like, if this was a single player or if there was some sort of progression I could work to more than just skins, I'd be m- much more into this. But I fell off after just a couple of months. I'm like, this is good, but I'm moving on. Blizzard, to me, does not make games that I care about, like hands down. And just from my outside, I'm like, I never got to experience the chill of being Blizzard. And I think they are doing so they are doing so many things that are that they're doing so many things that are missing steps time after time after time. And I don't know if it's because of Activision or because Blizzard themselves have just lost what they were trying to do. Like POE is a better is is a better Diablo at this point. And Diablo 4 is just them trying to recapture what they had 20 years ago. Okay. I know, I my, own, I know I, my, may I make one comment? Sure. You don't get points for it. <laughs> even, even if it might be humorous. Um, I, the way I feel about Blizzard is um, it's like the, the Activision Blizzard are like Big Pharma. So on one hand, they'll hike the price of insulin 220%, but then they'll give some bandages to a third world country for free. So this is Activision and this is Blizzard. And I think people need to start associating the two companies more together rather than just thinking of Activision and Blizzard. Thank you. I mean, they are called Activision Blizzard. But um, hardly anyone refers to them with the proper title. Yep, right. That's true. And I have a feeling Dan does not want to talk about this. So he would like me to pick a different <laughs> no, question. Or do you got something? No, no, I do want to talk about this. You got some beef? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. Some beef go, Wellington. Go right ahead. Put in that beef Wellington. Have it cooking. So I, the only, the only activity, or the only Blizzard game I do not own is Overwatch. Hmm. I have played uh, hundreds of hours of every other Blizzard game that has been mentioned. I was a massive World of Warcraft fan until... They brought the pandas and fucking ruined the fucking game. Pandaria. Uh, you yeah, blame Jack Black for that Fucking waste of time. Uh, I got Diablo 3 for free because I was like an exclusive World of Warcraft member. Played the beta, played it. I didn't have Mikey's experience, loved it. I had four friends. We all played it together for hours into it. Playing it by yourself is shit, but that's what I mean. Unless you've got people to play these games with, yeah. don't bother. But I always had people to play these with and we jumped around. That, that was it. Uh, it was mostly me and- trying to do single player. And yeah, it's not fun by yourself. I would agree with that. It got better when the console releases came out. You could play with them a bit better. So I do agree with you there, Mikey. Um, what I would say is it has gone massively downhill since Activision took over. And they have just destroyed a lot of their IPs and just been lazy with them, in my opinion. They've been lazy with updates. They've been lazy with... And they've kind of put themselves on a pedestal to go, we don't have to release a game for like seven years. Like a like like rock star status, which they haven't. In my opinion, they don't have. So I, I'm and the fact they've now fired this bloke who I don't not massive into the developers. So but so but it must have been a big deal with people who are into that said it was, and so maybe that will have an impact going forward. But I think that Activision are just so obsessed with money now. That's their focus. So unless you unless you your property give give me a monthly income because obviously they're still they've still got four point nine million subscribers to World of Warcraft and God knows how many people they got on World of Warcraft Classic. I think you can play both if you've got one subscription, but still that's mental. So they're getting all that money uh, and they're just like, oh yeah, we'll just put a little bit of content out. Oh, you can have an extra ten levels. Oh yeah, it just it's bollocks. It just they've become a money-centered grabbing machine and moved away from i was a, ma- I'm a massive uh, starcraft and warcraft and uh, i'd love a proper warcraft in game in the starcraft vein uh, starcraft 2 i loved i loved the three games that came out i played all the campaign um i want more of that but it's not going to be more of that because they're just obsessed with with the activision connection of just making money 
in shortfall. So they'll be they might do a Starcraft, but they'll be like, you have to pay monthly, and it will be like a like a subscription model, and I'm not into that bollocks. Mm -hmm. So it's um, but yeah, I'm blaming Activision and their fucking uh, battle royale model of everything. Did you? Did I have to ask. Did you look up how many subscribers were on World of Warcraft while we were on the show? Uh, no, actually. Oh, I I, wow! I was looking the other week. Here, I was looking the other. I was looking the other week because I was just curious because I was thinking about jumping back in, and then now I can't <laughs> do that to myself. But so I did jump back in when Wild Classic came out with three of my mates that we used to play at uni, and I literally played for a month and realized that I had no life. And again, it sucked me in. I was like, fuck this. And I canceled my subscription and walked away. Um, so there we go. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, that's the kind of numbers I love. So that's why he got so many points, because he pulled out digits like that. Uh, so at the moment, Dan's in the lead. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, it's actually very close, though. You guys are doing very good with this. But uh, I, the more examples and more uh, information you use besides personal feelings... The more points you're going to get, just so you know. Um, so, Keith, we had some demos this month. Uh, well, one one game had two demos this month. They re uh, Resident Evil Village released two 30-minute demos, which the crazy part is you can complete those demos in 10 to 12 minutes. So, creating a time limit for a demo... And then not, and then being able to beat it in less than that time, is that a great way to handle a demo? I don't. Time limited demos are dumb anyway. Um, so this was a dumb move, and they did a dumb move twice. Uh, right. So releasing two separate demos for the same game is understandable so you're releasing two separate sections of two separate map stages within the game okay i get that time limiting them i think is stupid so if you're going to release a demo release it for a decent enough window of time that people can actually access it before blocking them off so most of the time when people release demos in early access it's it's from like a thursday to a to sunday so people have got space that they can actually go away and, and play the game at their own leisure, or as we say, leisure. Uh, Do you know? Well, no, it's according to Eddie Izzard. Um, the, the one thing I... I Land in a cupboard. One thing I did think is if you're going to time limit it, put more content into your demo. So if you've got a 30-minute demo that someone can do the follow the critical path in 10, what are they doing for the other 20 minutes that they've got access? Are they just looking around at, oh, this is a very lovely brick rendering. <laughs> um, I haven't played either of them. I've got Resident Evil 7 saved on my Xbox, thanks to Xbox Games Game Pass, allowing me access to a vast plethora <laughs> of different genres that <laughs> I've had before. I thought about it just for fun. Hashtag sponsored. Down two for the sponsorship. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't get the the decision to one time limit them. Either just allow people to play play the demo and allow through allow them to play through it in different ways because if you can I don't because I haven't played it. I don't know if there's different ways that you can get through those sections or if it is just you follow the critical path and that's it and done. One well, that's path. just stupid. If you're going to allow people to have that extra time, there needs to be options available to the player to see if they could explore more or tackle the the puzzles, challenges, combats. In, in combats. It's like sports, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, challenge to... Allow the player more freedom during that period. Otherwise, you're showing them too much of a diminished product. I think that's that's what the worry... If I were the developers of Resident Evil 8, I would be worried about putting that out. And people now know that actually during these stages, this is the experience, experience that you're going to get. And people won't be as interested as potentially they could have been. 
All right. And now an ice cream van showing up. <laughs> it's telling you your time is up, man. It's telling you your time is up. Uh, oh, yeah. Just so for the record, we're not going to cover PlayStation because we covered it too much in the last two weeks. So PlayStation really isn't on here. Uh, anyway, uh, Matt what a what what's your kind of demo like what's what what's the perfect kind of demo the perfect kind of demo um and by the way you're in last so you better really pick it up (laughs) i mean i've never been much of a competitive person so it's fine um (laughs) (laughs) the perfect kind of demo is one that gives you just enough uh of a slice of all of the different parts of a game um so like some of my favorite demos of all time, uh, Tomb Raider 2, um, Parappa the Rappa, um, yeah. and probably Metal Gear Solid. Uh, the demo for that was kind of what we were talking about off camera um, when you were mentioning the RE8 demo and how you got through it in 10 or 15 minutes or whatever. Um, the nice thing about Metal Gear Solid is the the original game is that it does have some sandbox elements, right? And it has the you know, the enemy AI that you can kind of play with. Um, and it may have been limited to around tw- a 20 minute segment of the game. You can get through that segment in that time. Um, but you could also take the time and just sort of play around with the, the enemies and see how they reacted to your behavior and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, it's kind of odd to me that they would limit the time on these demos. Number one, um, and that they would lock it down to just a specific um, segment, I guess. Um, just make it like the beginning of the game, you know, and I don't know. I don't really care about Resident Evil 8 either, so. <laughs> but that wasn't my question. It was just about demos in general and you. Yeah, but I haven't played the demo, so I, I don't really know. I, yeah. But again, my question wasn't about Resident to... Evil demos, just about demos in general. But I, I see Mike's Q choking the trains going, ready to like pounce on in this one. So oh, let's just throw it in there. What 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 is it? What is it? My perfect demo is shareware, baby. Shareware. One third of the entire game in its completeness with all features, the ability to save, load, replay to your hearts. Share. Take a floppy disk, toss it to your mate, and he gets the experience with only about three or four instances where you are asked, requested, hey, do you want to play more of this? Please visit this URL or go to this place and buy the rest of the game. That is my perfect demo. But uh, so my favorites, Commander Keen, Doom, Wolfenstein, a lot of id software slash Apogee (laughs) games came with shareware, like so many of these games were fantastic and you could play them over and over in the modern age my perfect demo is one of two things either it is a specific level or it is a specific time amount but there is kind of no cap on how far you can go it's like you have 30 minutes be like if you want to beeline it get as far as you can, but you are still capped at that 30 minutes. And it gives a kind of internal competition. Like how far can I make it in this 30 minutes? Because in the RE8 demos, there are two walls, either 30 minute cap or a certain amount of distance you can go. So like you butt up against two, uh, two end points. I don't like that either one or the other. My biggest complaint about the RE8 demo is the one token, the single quarter that you are given to try either you blaze through it, get to the end, or you blow all your 30 minutes. That sucks. That is my, uh, that is, that was probably one of the worst things that they could have done, but, mm, mm. and that is actually what has contributed to like, I'm like, I only have one chance. When do I play it? Do I play it late at night? Lights off, headphones on, or do I play it later when I'm more alert, more zoomed up? I don't know. All but right. then I have to deal with my daughter. Gotcha. Well, Dan, I'm going to move on to the next topic just because of time stuff. You might like this topic better. We have E3 again. E3 got confirmed for a digital event with Microsoft, Nintendo, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Square Enix, and Warner Brothers. Basically, uh, no EA, but they might do something the day before like they always do. 
and no for sure sony is going to be there um is this method better than last year's method will this method of doing e3 digitally be better than last year's keely summer of games that for me that's for you well bloody hope so (laughs) (laughs) um I think it's going to be a shit show, if I'm honest. I don't think anything we do see is going to be like five years away. I feel like the pandemic has put a real like spanner. They were going, oh, we're working really well remotely at home, but every single fucking game has been delayed. So they can't be working that fucking well at home, can they? Let's be honest. (laughs) So uh, we'll have to wait and see. But um, at least all those companies have signed up. I feel like Sony is taking its ball to its own park is a lot of bollocks ea did that and that pissed me off microsoft to actually even come back this year and realize shit we probably we're, we're leading in in the consumer race right now we're much more cons- consumer forward facing and friendly and sony going yeah we're not coming we might release something around them but we're not coming and running away to like the away into their own little playground to kick a ball against the wall by themselves just seems a bit pathetic and actually in the year we've had Actually, it would have been quite a nice touch for them to be involved as well, actually, and actually brought the whole industry back together. But having said that, is E3 needed really anymore? I don't know, because everybody, all the news comes out way in advance. It's either leaked or you have anything on a daily basis or a weekly basis. So do we need this one time a year where we like you blow all the games out? Because it's I would say in the past, you needed that because I wouldn't say games was a relevant media almost it was the mainstream media for that one week or whatever but now everyone's playing something like look at animal crossing during the pandemic everyone's playing some form of game and so then they're up to date with the news for the games that they kind of like i would say so i think maybe it's dying out anyway but like wumble the magic is back right it can't be worse than last year yeah, I think it's, it, they'd have to. They'd have to for it to have been worse than last year. They would have to really put effort into making it shit. Um, <laughs> last year was somewhat of an anomaly for reasons that everyone knows about. Uh, if you don't know about those reasons, what the fuck have you been doing? Um, the I, I'm I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's going to be more condensed. Because everyone kind of doing their own thing on their own streams, having E3 week as a set period of time is helpful for the industry. It's helpful for fans. It's helpful for games media. And it's helpful for mainstream coverage. Having what was last year E3 about six weeks, there was various Mm, different stuff coming out. It yeah, made it. Ev- that, really. It was. It was. I mean, it gave absolutely us disjointed. Stuff to talk about. Um, and then Sony it, it did coming give... in September. Shut I up! Think. This is my time. Well, what the fuck are you guys playing? Um, <laughs> Sony, Sony not being there. So what? Sony think that they're Nintendo now and they're swimming in their own ocean with no one else there. Um, uh, as for the as for the others being there, great. Maybe they've actually realised the worth of having a condensed focused period of time rather than the piecemeal um somewhat drivel that we got because by the by the end of it everyone had games fatigue over the summer i stopped watching all of the live streams after the first couple of weeks and i just watched archives and skipped all the jrpg bullshit i don't care about um the so I'm, I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's going to be condensed. I wish they didn't do what Dan mentioned, which is everything gets leaked in advance. I mean, please save some of the magic. If everything's yeah. leaked in advance, what's the point? Um, or if you're going to drip feed stuff, make sure that the, the drip feed is, one, interesting, and two, builds to something so that when you're actually on stage giving your um, presentation or... Uh, people viewing for, from home, there's got to be something there that grips us. Otherwise, why are you even there? Otherwise, it's a shareholder call. Yep. And 
We're not interested in those. We're interested in products. The other thing that I would say is don't put a fucking pre-order now on the back end of every single fucking trailer that you put out. Okay. So uh, let's get to the last one because we're running out of time. But uh, Matt. Yes. Outriders came out this month, didn't it? Did it? I, I don't even know what game that is. I, and it came out and it launched for PS, uh, PlayStation, PC, and Xbox Game Pass uh, to many uh, servers crashing. Yeah. And, and players losing hundreds of hours of their progress because they have to keep replaying sections of the game. Now, with that being said, which one will be the last one standing from Square Enix? Outriders? Or Marvel's Avengers? Uh, that's a good question. I think at this point in time, um, neither. They're both going to go away. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, Outriders might actually live through their server issues. I feel like it's probably a better game overall. Um, and it has the, the Destiny legs. Because um, it does have some pretty compelling shooting. Um, the mechanics are at least semi-interesting whereas the the mechanics for marvel's avengers don't really make a whole lot of sense for superheroes at least in terms of uh the way i see it um so i think that uh outriders will probably get through these server woes um the fact that it's on game pass and people don't have to pay for it um that's going to keep some users there it will probably go free to play eventually anyway um so as long as they can keep a consistent player base for right now um in six months to a year it'll be a totally different game um and could be uh their games as a service that will actually do some decent numbers all right uh the same thing to you mike's q which one's gonna which one's gonna come victorious okay I think Square Enix is going to try at least one more big push for Avengers, <clears throat> but I don't think it's going to stick because fundamentally they didn't build really the right game for those types of characters. To be honest, I like I applaud the effort, but I don't think that the starting low, building up to high as an established superhero right. is something that works. If it was the um, DC superheroes or whatever where you built a character that'd be a different thing because you're, you know, you're fresh on the block. You're a new meat. Like you are learning your capabilities. You're learning your own weaknesses. That's a different thing. I think Outriders actually has a lot of actually good story and lore and base that they could build a lot of different offshoots. And I actually think that they have plenty of fertile ground for building really compelling, interesting, like chunked expansions. I think that that's where Outrider's strength lies. Like overall, I think people love the combat. I think people love the different take on the combination of the kind of Gears of War abilities, shooting and stuff like that. I think I think it's got a really good core and a really good potential for new expansions. They just didn't they just tripped a little getting out because they were trying to get a whole big package and they were, and they still flubbed it on the technical aspect of for whatever reason why their servers won't work. <clears throat> I Everyone I've talked to who've played Outriders absolutely loves playing the game. And that's first and foremost. That's why Destiny and Destiny 2 is still around. That's why I have still like still jump in or whatever because I can spend a single chunk of money to buy the latest expansion or season. And I still moment to moment enjoy doing everything that I'm doing. Even like, even if it is a grind or whatever, you're like, you, in retrospect, you're like, why did I do that? Because it was flipping fun to play. And I think Outriders has that magic sauce as well. And if they can combine it with their, like, what happened to the ship, what happened to the different things and expand on that lore, they, maybe not to the same extent as like Destiny 1 Taken King levels of like, wow, this is amazing. But I think they have an awesome advantage in that they've built a very good story base for them to continue to move on. And I think Outriders very much so will win out over Avengers. Dan, last word on it. 
Yep. Um, so I think that Outriders will last over Avengers. First and foremost, uh, Outriders came out uh, on Game Pass. Obviously not free, but Game Pass has a lot of subscribers. I think the majority of my friends is an Xbox all playing Outriders at one time or another. Um, the ones when I saw them online anyway. So, and then I jumped on. It was very easy when you could get on the servers. The only time I actually did try and play with someone, I had no problems. I jumped on with Keith. We, we played, he helped me level up. It was really good fun. I like the fact that it um, level, like it um, caps the person who's a higher level. So Keith jumped into my game. His health was there, but every, all his abilities were like de-skilled. So we could play together and he could still have the challenge. Borderlands 3 wise. Yeah. It makes it a real, it makes it a real uh, compelling multiplayer game to keep on going. And as long as it stays on Game Pass and that thing stays on Game Pass, I think people will keep on going back to it because I think the server issues will sort themselves out. I think part of that was I don't think they really realized put it on Game Pass would have so many people flood to the game. And I think that was part of the server issue as well because all those people are like, oh, new game because Xbox Game Pass has been a barren service for new new games with like that kind of level of playability. Like the gameplay is amazing. I think Marvel's Avengers is a complete mess. And actually they may have done better and had longer progression if it had come out on Game Pass day and date or PlayStation Plus day and date, because people might have got involved with it. But even from the people I've spoken to who have played it, it doesn't it doesn't have that staying power that I think Outriders will have, um, especially with added suspensions and things. Well, good job, everybody. This was well done. This is well done. And we do have a victor. It is Dan with 34 points. I, I really want an explanation of this scoring matrix. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 Mitchell meter. The Mitchell meter. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, you get two minutes right now. Oh, to God, say, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> to say, to talk about anything. Just, re- you just read us a poem. Anything, a poem. anything you want to talk about? Any news topic from the week? Anything that's bugged you that someone else said? Anything? Anything you want? Your time starts uh, now. What has bugged me is the hate for Sony, okay? As someone who is new to the Xbox world, and actually I was a, I was potentially Sony fanboy uh, before I got my Xbox, so and now funny. I can't, yeah, exactly. I can't <laughs> say anything bad, really, about my Xbox, how much enjoyment I'm having out of it. The Game Pass experience is amazing. But what I don't understand is this all of a sudden scaredness of people going that Sony are going to drop the ball and all their th- first parties are going to be a complete mess. And all this like, oh, we're not sure if Sony's going to... Because as you've just seen, Returnal, yeah, the price is ridiculous. It probably should be half that. But the game itself, and it seems to be holding up quite well for a review and everyone seems to be really enjoying it. And so I just think, I think, hold on a second, Sony are making great games. Will that be my first party exclusive box? Probably. Is Xbox now a multiplayer box? Probably, but mainly because of Game Pass, I would say. I'm still getting uh, um, Mass Effect uh, um, Legendary Legendary Edition on my PlayStation 5. Uh, So there will be some games I buy that I will buy on PlayStation 5 over the Xbox. But I think that I'm just a bit shocked by that on our feed, the hatred towards Sony. I'm like, yeah, Sony are a bit of bastards because they're winning. Yeah, it's smug. But do they deserve all this hatred? I don't think so. I think we need to live in a world where there's less Sony fanboy, Xbox fanboy, and just enjoy what the services each of them are giving us. Xbox, great. Consumerism, giving me free games every month. Perfect. I can play with my friends. Sony, when they come out, great first-party exclusives. I completely understand what Keith's doing, what he's doing. Wait for a few years, wait till all those first parties are out, and then maybe jump in then. He did that with the PlayStation 4. Got no problem with people doing that. But this, like, unnecessary hatred towards these companies... Uh, when actually Sony has only every every first party game I've bought, I've decided to buy for Sony, I've absolutely loved. And I haven't been let down by. Obviously, there'll be some that people don't like, but I haven't, the games I've bought, I've thoroughly enjoyed. So yeah, there's my two. Well, it might be less than two minutes, but that's what I have to say. No, you no, you it was it was it was right on the money. So you're good. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for trying this fun game. Hopefully. It pleases McWomble enough that he would want to play again. Because <laughs> I, I he th- lost. Why would he want to play again? Because <laughs> he could win. He actually almost won. He was yeah. he was tied in second place with uh with Mike's Q. It's you know it's just it's just 
it happens. Sometimes it's the topics. It's just who knows. It's it's that's how the chips fall. Fair, I think you should change the order because going last does help you or spur you on, especially if you can see the scoreboard. I would say that would be my. Yeah, oh, it should have snake. I've thought of red robining or snaking. So there's things to adjust the game, but I I, I thought it, I thought it was a lot of fun for you guys. It's I think you should adjust the scoring. <laughs> I think that is the stamp of approval for McWomble. This will be a monthly segment that we will have every single at the end of the month to cover the news in the industry because then we can talk about all our other fun topics and keep this exciting. So if. Like I said before, if you like us, you can find us on Twitter at pixel underscore pints. Um, we post when we go live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pixel pints. We go live on the weekends. Uh, the times vary based off of availability of people. So we basically will just follow us on Twitter and you'll see when we go live. And you can watch it the archive on Twitch or you can go to YouTube and follow us at Pixel Pints. Give us a subscribe, give us thumbs up, watch the content um, when we post the archive there as well. We're also on every single podcast service you can ever think of. I should probably list the score for our audio listeners only. McWomble had 30 points, Burkoff had 22 points, Mike's Q got 30 points, and Dan came on top with 34 points. So it was a close match throughout. And I think those, Dan, Dan got an unnecessary Sony bump even with your uh your pitch of uh game pass there i only minused you two points so you would have still been in, in you would still would have gotten you, you obviously carried that forward in your mind you obviously no. can't be trusted with no. this power <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so, i gotta bounce i'm hard out yeah you guys have an awesome Michael. afternoon evening morning whatever's going on for you guys for all sure right. so uh thank you all to all my prestigious guests Everything's going to go funky in a second, but I'm just going to hard out with all the music and stuff in, in like two seconds. So uh, follow us on all our stuff, and uh, we will catch you next time. Uh... <sighs> our stuff looks really funky right now. But... Yeah, it does. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I was trying to be slightly more positive on Outriders. Um, I really did want to ask Mikey, like, how are you so excited about a post-apocalyptic zombie fest? Because that's basically it's, what it is. Well, if, if Mitch had thrown that question to me, I would have won this game. <laughs>